Welcome to the Only No K Show, where the only bombs we drop are knowledge bombs. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show today. We're discussing Cherokee Landing State Park at Park Hill on Lake Tenkiller. And a little bit later in the show, we're talking MMA. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So I do a lot, of because I don't get to venture out very far very often, I still like to try to buy local. Yes. And there are a couple of really good local restaurants that are within a stone's throw that I can go to that doesn't seem like I'm trying to run away from home, where she's like, where are you? <laughs> One of those is Bella's Pizzeria. I don't know that I've ever had Bella's Pizzeria. Dude, I. what the saddest part is, we don't eat a lot of pizza. And when we do, sometimes we, we, we go the other way and we get what's convenient sometimes. You know, we have it delivered. But I pulled the trigger two times in the last three weeks. Once, I was tired of having the same old stuff. I've been cooking. We wanted to do something different, so we got a meatball sub from there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, the meatball sugs or the sugs, the meatball subs <laughs> are the real deal. Like we split one. Yeah, they're two six inch. It's two inch six two six inch hoagies piled on piled with meatballs, the sauce, cheese. I put a little ranch on there. Their house made ranch is the best, by the way. Then. A couple weeks later, let's get pizza. It's cheap. It's good. We got the Greek. We got a meat lovers and a soda for the kid. 27 bucks. Okay. So I do have a complaint. A couple of questions. Okay. Oh, man. What happened to uh, the vegan eating? Meat lovers does <sighs> not. does not sound. Does not sound exactly vegan. Well, and I chowed down on your meatloaf tonight, too. Yeah. Um, I'm just teasing. I, I find <laughs> I find myself doing a very similar thing. So whenever, like, I've been looking for a piece of property for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I am anywhere near south of my house, right? Somehow, no matter what's going on, somehow my schedule and the map coincide to where i hit meal time in marlow right by decentio's you can't miss man <sighs> it's one of those places where in bella uh, bella's pizzeria is kind of the same way where at random you just go and you're like it tastes as good or better than it did the last time and maybe it tastes better because i've i've been i've been starving myself i don't know what's different <laughs> but Decentios is another one. I don't get to very often. It's not very close to it's not close to my house, but the two times that we went there separately, like when when you told me about it the first time mm-hmm. and we went, I was like, all right, let's let's just see. Because I'm thinking, nothing against small town America, nothing against Marlowe. I wasn't ex- I didn't know what to expect. Right. Because we went down there and saw the storefront and it was closed on a, the day we went for some reason. I don't know why it was closed. But anyway. You turned me on to it. They're consistently good. That's what I, and that's the thing I, also the thing I like about, a lot of people just drive past these little small pizzerias. They always go to the big box guys. The thing I don't understand about Marlowe and, and the pizza, the pizza situation. Yeah. 
I do not understand how there is another pizza place in existence in that town. Like, I, it would be the saddest day ever for me if I was in Marlowe and had to eat at Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah. You, because you didn't drive far enough in. Like, I just, I think that would be the most sad situation I can imagine. I'm serious. I think if you ate Pizza Hut and then somebody said, hey, man, try this. But more importantly, (laughs) the people that live there know about it. Yeah. So how do you, how do you and your, how do you justify that? I, I honestly, I cannot get my, I can't wrap my head around it at all. I don't understand how yeah. there's a pizza hut within 10 miles, a 10, 10 mile radius of Dissentios uh-huh. that is able to keep their lights on. Okay. So for me, my, my similar story is there's a, there is a little Caesars that's literally a block and a right line wrapped around the building. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, you've got world-class pizza, right? No, I promise you, though, anything that I put together Mm -hmm. just on a whim that kind of looks like pizza out of my kitchen is ten times better than Little Caesars. I don't understand how those people are in business at all. You know how they're in business. They were on the verge of bankruptcy, and then they came along with their $5 hot and ready, and that bailed them out. Even their $5 hot and ready, like the... Pizza crust on a pizza from Little Caesars kind of tastes like somebody cooked a kitchen sponge. Yeah, it's like you cooked it in a Susie homemaker oven. The sauce kind of tastes like ketchup that somebody threw some oregano in. But remember, remember when we were kids and Little Caesars was one of the best places to go? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, but even so, like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I'm sorry, but a Totino's pizza tastes yeah. better to me yeah. than a Little Caesars pizza, and I'm pretty sure you can buy a Totino's, Totino's pizza for 19 cents. Oh, yeah. All day long. So, I don't get it. I don't get how how people sleep on these gyms. Yeah. You drive by, you drive by them every day. Yeah. I, I don't understand it at all. Like, one, one more quick pizza story. We were on the north side, Northwest 23rd and May Avenue. And there is a pizza place that has been right there for 25 years. Same place, same names never change. Maybe it has, maybe the names change. But I said, we've got to try that. Like, if I can go in there and just get a slice. Oh, yeah. But, you know, those type of pizza places succeed in smaller neighborhoods and smaller towns. Unless they're competing with. Something out of a can. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it either. Speaking of gems that have been slept on. Yeah. Dude, Cherokee Cherokee Landing State Park in Park Hill. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It's on a peninsula right in the Cookson Hills. It's just south of Tahlequah. And if you're familiar with the area, yeah. every inch of it is gorgeous. It really is gorgeous up there. It. I mean... I don't understand. It's one of those things we talk about on a regular basis where there are so many vari- variations and backdrops in this state. Yeah. This one is a real gem. I love every minute I spend in the area, but it's really centrally located. It's like 150 miles away from Oklahoma City, 160 miles to Little Rock, 80 right. miles to Tulsa. So not far of a drive for most of the people that listen to this show. Oh, Absolutely. Park Hill, though, has a really interesting backstory. It was founded in 1838 and became home of many important Cherokee leaders, including John Ross, 
after the removal from the southeastern U.S., it's been called the center of Cherokee culture. You know, of the five civilized tribes, the Cherokee, they don't get talked about near enough because we hear a lot about Chickasaw country. Mm -hmm. But the Cherokee, steeped in tradition, especially in that part of Oklahoma. Absolutely. And there are a lot of historically important locations in Park Hill. Uh, a lot of places on the National Register of Historic Places, the uh, Mural Home, Park Hill Mission Cemetery, also known as the uh, Worcester Cemetery. I bet it's haunted. I, it's got to be haunted. <laughs> it's got to be haunted. Uh, but there's a lot of cool stuff just in the town if you're interested in the history. As far as Tenkiller goes, though, Park Hill is right on the north end of Lake Tenkiller. Mm -hmm. It is, again, Tenkiller is one of those, I can't even describe how gorgeous Ten Killer is yeah. and do it any justice at all. But it's 13,000 acres of water, 130 miles of shoreline. It was constructed in 1947 when the ferry dam was installed across the Illinois River by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And the naming for Ten Killer, I think, is one of the coolest names, one of the coolest name origins that right. I could possibly think of. It was named after a family, the Ten Killers, a prominent Cherokee family who owned land and operated a ferry service near the, near the site where the dam now stands. And legend has it that during the Trail of Tears era, the Cherokee warrior was given his name by the soldiers and pioneers at Fort Gibson because of the ten notches on his bow. Do we do we want to uh, to guess what the ten notches means? I don't think it's days of the week. <laughs> I don't think it was girlfriends either. I don't either. Something tells me there was something to do with that bow. <laughs> I would agree 100%. But again, Cherokee Landing State Park is right on this peninsula, so there are water views for days. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff to do. You're talking hiking, biking trails, birding. There are migratory cranes that come in, uh, as well as many others. There, hunting is not allowed in the park, mm -hmm. but there is a 3,000-acre area west of the park boundary that is a state game management area, and hunting is allowed if if that's what you're looking for. Well, I'm glad that hunting's not allowed at the park. I don't own an orange vest, but you're a certain. I've heard stories about certain places where they say if you're going to go, not here, but elsewhere in other parts of the state, you need to be wearing some type of reflective, especially in in the November the, the hunting seasons. I don't want to be mistaken for anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to be in the right place at the right time, and I really don't want to be in the wrong place at the right time. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, other activities at the park, though, they've got an outdoor volleyball court, so I know that you're a big. You know that I'm a big volleyball guy. Well, I know you're a big fan of Top Gun. I am. Yes, shirtless and, volleyball. And I think you know you and Goose could probably <laughs> hang it with, with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And you used to be a big disc golf guy. I did used to be a big disc they golf They have guy. A, a gorgeous nine-hole disc golf course. and I mean, it is picturesque. They That's what the other thing about, we talked uh, disc golf about uh, the last episode when we talked about Pig Fest. Disc golf has come such a long way from just being, you know, considered a sport for just getting together and, like, engaging in recreational activity. It's a, it's a world-class sport now. Yes, but we can all agree that yeah. it was founded in people oh, yeah. smoking marijuana. And using actual Frisbees. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was how it all began. 
cut off shorts. Yeah. So, um, as far as water activities at the park, though, boating, canoeing, kayaking, rafting, all that. But this is one of the places in Oklahoma where you can scuba dive and actually see through the water. That's the thing that we didn't talk about, Ten Killer. Crystal clear water. It's ridiculously clear water. Like, it doesn't, it's, I can't imagine, I know people that go scuba diving in Lake Thunderbird. And not to throw any shade to Thunderbird, but that'd be the last, no, uh-uh. I, I need to see how close I am to to my imminent death. Yeah, I we've actually been. Yeah, we've done a we did a video out of Thunderbird. I promise you, you're not scuba diving in Thunderbird for the views. My my understanding is they do they do uh, scuba qualification or certifications out at Ten Killer. One of the places. One of the they places. Do yeah, yeah. Um, they have some really nice beaches too, and yeah. you don't think beach? No, you don't think beach in Oklahoma. But I, one of the things that you will see a lot of the parks will have. A sandy spot where yep. they, you know, where they dumped seven billion pounds. Like Ten Killers Natural. are the the beaches at Cherokee Landing. They're the small little stones, and you know, like the small flat yep. ra- round mm-hmm. stones. And it's really unique. I right, I, but it's it has a different feeling. You know, it's not mm-hmm. trying to be something that it's not. Right, and I I just think it's awesome. I do too. So I don't know if you know this about me. Early in our relationship, mm-hmm. if you will, I was an avid softball player. I played baseball for 15 years. I played softball for three years. Imagine this, me playing on a Church of Christ co-ahead competitive amateur softball team of all people. I, I will say that I am shocked, but you will find a place at Cherokee Landing to help you in those endeavors to get a little bit of your yeah, youth feel, back. get that field of dreams. They have a thing softball back. field, dude. And you don't run across very many parks no, you know, that have that, a softball field that have a softball field that's open to the public. Right. I think it's awesome. Usually, it's like a they'll have playgrounds. They'll have a bat. You know, they'll have the the standard, maybe a tennis court, maybe a basketball court. But a, a, what that tells you is that's softball country. I've said it a couple of times. This place is on a peninsula. The south end of the park uh-huh. gets flooded on a regular basis, like so much so that they warn about it. Like, like buyer beware. Exactly. So there's no RV camping on the south end. It's all relegated to the north end of the park, but they have 93 RV sites, 45 primitive campsites. Uh, the RV sites will hold a 40 foot long RV. So they're, they're pretty big. They've got all the regular amenities. But more importantly, if you're not an RVer and you're not a primitive camper, there are some really unique rentals in the area, like Airbnb type wow. of places, glamping type situations, log cabins, yeah. just unique places that you won't find if you won't find if you're not out there looking for. Well, if you're looking, if this is up your alley, if you want to play softball, you want to disc golf, you want to catch some crappie, or just catch a vibe. You definitely want to check them out. And for more information, head over to TravelOK.com. And coming up after the break, an MMA story right out of Oklahoma City. This is normally where we would do our promotional spot, our sponsor for the episode. Sure. We are doing a, we are making some changes to our promotional spot. Right. Uh, So I really wanted to take this opportunity while we're switching gears on the sponsorship to discuss the importance 
of supporting local businesses. Absolutely. There are a, a multitude of reasons. I mean, we talk about it on a regular basis. Uh, there are a multitude of reasons to support local businesses. But I think one of the things that I really think is important is preserving the one-of-a-kind, the unique businesses that are distinctive in character and represent communities. And we say it all the time, you know, what's this town known for? You know, El Reno, known Mm -hmm. for fried onion burgers, that type of thing. Right. I think it's important that you you show support for those, those companies that represent you and who are in your community and who you are as a community. Well, and you know, we talk about how, uh, you know, there, there are memes and, 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 and phrases that, that, that talk about how Amazon's not supporting your, your baseball team. You see these, these, these kids hawking stuff in front of the, you know, in front of Walmart and, and, and having these small businesses sponsor their, their uniforms and their you're scoreboards keep, and keeping your dollars inside of your own local community. It makes absolutely. a lot of sense. I think jobs is an important aspect. You know, I think local businesses, as far as I've always seen, local businesses pay their employees better yeah. than the big box stores. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, they have a level of respect right. that the general manager of bigboxstore.com yeah will never have right for you and your family and your community. And it's a and because they know that you and I are what keeps them afloat, mm-hmm. there's a pride in ownership as absolutely. well. Anyway, just our our Do way of saying absolutely buy local, shop local. You drive by them every day. Every day is an opportunity to, to support your community through small business. Get out and do it. So we got a bone breaking story coming out of KFOR, an OKC teen is in top in the top ranks of MMA. 15 years old. Yes. We do have some we have some audio. Yeah. You want to just play that? Yeah, let's play the audio. Already found herself in martial arts and wrestling world. And get this, she's only 15 years old. But do not let that fool you because when it comes to stepping on the mat or in the octagon, it is all business. News 4's Austin Brissett shares her journey. Just some light training for 15-year-old Taylor Ellis in the black outfit. But don't let her age fool off a trip to Abu Dhabi where she won a world championship in mixed martial arts beating four people all in under two minutes. And that's just after beating a previous world champion in California in a nationals tournament. She's only practiced maybe twice, three times, something like that. Like I said, she won nationals. And these kids train all day for this. So one of the things that blows my mind about this She's A, she's 15 years old. And you're a karate dad of a, 15, of a 16-year-old. Yeah, no, right. I, and he's been doing it for a long, long time. time. yeah. But um, Ronnie, she looks like she would kick your butt at chess. Right. Like, yeah. she looks smart. She doesn't look intimidating. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that are the scary ones, the quiet ones. But literally, she is tearing up the MMA. Under two minutes. She's 15, dude. Like. Steven Seagal did that in Marked for Death. He killed like, killed like five people in like 30 seconds. She's 15. Yeah. Uh, no, one of the things that she said, though, in the story was, uh, I guess this is a quote from her. It's kind of crazy because, again, three years ago before I started all this, all I did was Girl Scouts. I, I like it, man. That, but that's a that's a, a plot to a really good action movie, The Last Girl Scout. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell me that's market. Write it down. That's a good idea. The last Girl Scout. Come on, you reboot the last Boy Scout. And yeah, then... yeah, that'd be great. Hey, I, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, more to the point. In an age where everybody's plugged in, nobody wants to go out. Kids aren't outside. Kids aren't aren't doing anything. What started as her dad putting in her in a self defense course just to learn how to, you know, keep kidnappers from kidnapping, right. she's taken it to the umpteenth level. Yeah, what? she just started really catching on fast. But I think the the most important part about it, yeah, is her dad was quoted as saying, "I don't put anything on her." I just want her to enjoy the moment, live in the moment right now, have fun, continue to train hard, and be an inspiration. And what's not fun about beating people up? I'm not, okay, maybe I should, we're not condoning violence, but if you're good at it, it can be fun. Okay, this this one kills me. This kind of blows my mind a little bit. What? So, she plans on wrestling at Edmund North in the near future. (laughs) I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it. I don't know if I'd want to be on the on the wrestling team with her. She seems a little too good at this. But imagine the kid that's like, oh, I got this in the bag, and she freaking rolls him up, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know it's a great story. Uh, it is. We'll put a, we'll drop a link in the the show notes if you want to see the whole story. So coming up in the month of November, we are planning on doing some themed episodes mm-hmm. covering the best places, the best burgers in the state of Oklahoma. Right. We're going to solicit on our Facebook group um, over the next month or so to kind of line out some of the What's top the, picks. Right. And then I think we're just going to do like some, like a ranking. And then I, is that, is that what, what you're thinking? I think ranking is probably good, but, but let's be real. I'm glad to be back in the, in contention to actually have a, to have a voice. I, what, I, six months ago, I'd have been asking for your best black bean burger. But now that I'm back in the the in the fold, I've you been mean you're outside of the the vegan right. I've organization. been undoctrinated. Undoctrin- whatever I don't know what they call it. I don't know what it, they, I don't know what they call it. I don't know. But I'm back in, folks. I want to know where. Now that I'm back in all the way, I want to know where where am I getting? Where's the best place to get a burger? And that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna help us do that. We're gonna take the top five of your suggestions. Uh, for the best burgers in the state. Yep. It, I'm going to be honest. If you put five guys in there, you're probably not going to get picked. Yeah, I, I think we'll instantaneously. No, I think five guys is fine. That just means you don't get out enough. But you, we are looking for Oklahoma-owned and operated businesses. The, and, I want the greasiest spoons. I want the dirtiest flat tops you got. I, I'm not necessarily <laughs> looking for the dirtiest flat tops you got. I've seen some dirty flat tops in my life. And you've had some really good food off those dirty flat tops. I've also had some where I wouldn't possibly eat anything you've, that came out of that you've kitchen. You've eaten at places that only you and your family would eat at. Yes. I'm the only person that will eat at some of these places. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. But it, it's up to you. We're call, it's, This is a call to arms. It you is. Absolutely, let us know. Best burger places in the state. Hamburger Hill. What's your favorite? Let us know. Let us. I like what you did. Let us know. Let us know what your favorite is. (laughs) And when you're out there, let them know that you heard about it here. When you're slamming your favorite burger, tell them you heard about it on the Only and OK Show. Absolutely. Well, this has been the Only and OK Show. I am Harley. I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace.
I mean, I'm kind of good to have around when you're when you need one. You just need one on the team when you just need one I'm, person. I was referring to whatever they say. I wasn't saying that myself. Oh, right, right. Like that was about them. This is right. You were speaking in um, third person, third person shit. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe you know, like, and then go home and buy one. <laughs> but you know, I've only known one person to ever break a snow globe. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't hear a lot of people talk about it, talk about breaking snow globes. But when it happens, there's only one guy that does it. There may actually only be one guy that breaks snow globes, unless they have like a YouTube channel where they break stuff. I th- Which, by <laughs> the way, have you ever thought about doing a YouTube channel and right. breaking stuff? I do it at home too, so I don't have a stud finder. Okay, so you just hit holes in the wall until you. Put- well, here's what happens. So we're trying to get this gate because Mason Poster goes there, right? Mason gets up on the landing, gets up on the landing, he doesn't he doesn't listen. Okay. So we need something to keep him from getting up on the, the entryway landing. Got something. Went to go install it. Mm-hmm. Don't ha- didn't have a stud finder, so I'm doing it old school, you know the thought I was there. No. Had to move again. Guess what? Had to move again. Tara's like, I don't care. There's this little hole, but I'm like I told her I said I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not a carpenter, you know? I can make, I can sell you the tools. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could legitimately film a post post apocalyptic zombie land in that on that campus. I don't, I just don't understand. Unless the only thing I can think of is it's a historical. It's it's on the historical registry. That'd be the only reason why they would have kept it because it is ramshackle. Hmm. They used to do tours in there back in. I think I like I said I posted a video. I know didn't tag the show. Anyway, I posted a video that went <laughs> insane. But they were doing tour- tours in there as of like 2012. But I'd like to get the skinny on that. Because, oh, you bought it. It's been bought and sold multiple times. What is it? Um, Central State uh, Mental Hospital. Also Wasn't known as Griffin. Griffin? It, yeah. yeah, Griffin Memorial Hospital. I used to go to grade school over there. Not uh, at the Griffin Memorial <laughs> Hospital, but just down the street say, from it. That says a lot. You know, after the puppy incident, I enrolled in Griffin uh, Academy. Gryffindor. We call it Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Dude, they've got these balconies that have wrought iron on certain ones. It's crazy. I would love to go inside there. Um, yeah, I was thinking starting next week. We start up in the creep factor? Yeah, I think I was just going to do everything spooky until end of October. That's fine. Because I, I did a video last time. Another video that I haven't posted anywhere, and I was going to, I was trying to pull together some some factoids, and there's, I got some information from the American uh, American, the Oklahoma Historical Society. They did a little, pretty good little blurb on it, but I'd like to find some the light in the dark because they up until they closed it, it said there were there were plaques out front that said um, Central State hospital for the for the insane mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i would like to kind of in uh, put it in the auxiliary find some of these creepy locations and do little video vignettes of them as well i mean i don't know how many i can do but i'll yeah i would absolutely shit myself if uh, we could get matt back in the fold for stuff like that yeah because that's like you could literally do like little thirty minute documentaries on like not do ghost hunter jump scare bullshit, but just like little mini docs. 
I drove through there a couple of weeks ago. Was the sign still up? Yep. Hmm. Place, dude, is like literally. We were driving to look at a piece of land, mm-hmm. and um, Amber and I were like, "Well, we'll just take this because this connects to this." And you know, like mm-hmm. we were driving through the middle of nowhere for a half an hour before I realized, "Oh, oh shit. shit, yeah, we're, we're yeah. back, at, back, at, yeah, that that town." What are you okay? Do you need help? Yeah, no. Um, how much are you looking to spend? I mean, not my business, but how much are you looking to spend on land? I have no idea. <clears throat> I found some out in Seminole for like thirty-five grand at, uh, for like a five-acre track. Mm. Is that about what you're looking for? Um, right. I'm hoping that the temperature changes a little bit on the whole raw land thing. You mean in terms of the market? Mm. Oh yeah, it's kind of things are a little high right now. Yeah. Are we gonna do any hot on houses this year? I don't know, dude. How's your back? What's my back have to do with going to a haunted house? I don't want you jumping around and walking around. It's going to hurt you. I look out for it. I'm looking like, out for What kind of haunted house are you going to where I need to worry about my back? Ah! Ah! Didn't that hurt? No. Okay. Yeah, we can go to some haunted houses. Damn, I'd love to hang out with you. I mentioned Top Gun. You haven't even seen it. You don't want to see it. No, I don't. Why? I don't care about it. You don't care? Dude, it's good. No, it's we right. were. you were supposed to take me to see The Thing. And then you were like, oh, you didn't say nothing, so I didn't think you want to go. I didn't say anything other than, yeah, I'll go. It was on, I had said, I don't think you'll want to go. It's on a Sunday. Because I every time I've invited you to a movie, it's okay. on a Sunday. Let's and you're go. like, I got three hours of editing to do. I used to have a friend. Now you have a producer. <laughs> you upgraded. <laughs> the reproducer, the producer. If you love the movie The Producers, you'll love The Reproducer Producer. The Producer Reproducers. I'm Harley, and I'm making an executive decision. <laughs> Dude, I can't edit that out. During it's right the, in the middle. Sh- during the actual show? Where to God, you dropped it three or four times. There's and, no way. At least two of them were actually in the show. No way. Swear to God. I'll listen and again. Then, There's not a chance. I'm Brett. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wish. All right, ready? Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing Cherokee Landing State Park in Park Hill. I heard that. You can't do anything right. Go to your room. Let's go, mofo. I just need you to say, Are you trying to get me and your mom to divorce? Well, you're damn close to it. Sorry, John. Mm. Which one? You know which one. Let's go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Three, two, one, go. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing Cherokee Landing State Park in Park Hill. And later on, I saw that. We don't, do I have to do the ten, 10 killer thing? Do I have to? Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. <laughs> when you do that, that's such a Dean, Dean and Jerry thing to do. Why I oughta. It's, <laughs> it's just like a comedy routine. How did he die? An aneurysm. But he was the picture Fucking, of health. Yeah, Brett couldn't read a goddamn sentence all the way through. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. It's not like Charles Manson. Three, two, one. Proud to be an American. Why, why can't we just pipe it through? You know how much... You know how much much zing that would do how much 
Can mm. you just use your Three, imagination two. a little bit? Three, two, one.